let's begin by talking about codependency and what it is, um, when it's important, when it's destructive, and really a, a more in-depth analysis of codependency as a relationship dynamic in order to get to a place where we understand dynamics better. So let's first come to define codependency. So the word itself is 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 quite clear in its in its definition, which is to people or at least one person who is dependent emotionally. It's de- okay, so this is important. We're first beginning with the the pretext that it's emotional bonds. So there's no there could be physical intimacy, but what we're talking about is is a psychological experience in emotional bonding of two people. So there is the physical codependency. For example, the child needs the food of the parents. So they are dependent on the parents. Now the parents need the child to eat for their for their role as parents to be taken care of. So that that's strictly a, a physical manifestation of codependency, but coinciding with that is the emotional codependency where the child needs the love of the parents while the parents needs the love or the experience of loving the child so that each one is in identification with the other and so that that leads us to the definition of codependency which is an identity like change or shift so we think of identity as something that is defined and clear and apparent because it's used in that context but in truth, identity is is undefined and is unclear to us because we are unclear of where the line ends between selfhood and the externality of the world, society, people, relationships. So because of that, we we have a sense of self that that constantly moves. And so if someone spends an intimate amount of time or an extensive amount of time with with somebody they will begin to experience selfhood within the parameters of connecting with the other person so that they won't know the difference between the movement of the other person or the experiences of the other person versus their own experiences it's it's very uh faded and undefined and so codependency comes from the misconstruing the line between selfhood and an external relationship so that we bridge it in a way where we are unaware of who is who in the picture. Now, surely a, the person will know and if they're asked like are you are you are you an individual and is that is that other person an individual? Surely they'll answer yes, but in the emotional sphere, it's experienced as a uni- unified entity. 
so that in essence, an experience that is one person. Okay, so that's that's a little little bit of the beginning of codependency. Now, when codependency begins to fail, right? So you you may hear arguments, especially the romantics and 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 certain sex will will argue for such a view, like we are one and we're all in one unified entity in reality and where nature is one and God is one. So we see many different sects that will enter this conversation at different spaces and, and make the argument that for codependency. Okay, so we must defend um, the unhealthiness of codependency by understanding what occurs. Okay, so take two people, for example. And so they're deeply codependent on each other, meaning their identities are are mishmash and it's there there's an undefined line between who is who and so say one of those people says something that's 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 um troublesome to the other right so there's conflict okay so the other person since they're codependent since they don't know who's who feels that there's there's an attack from the inside and so, just like a disease where something internal is, is so much more destructive because there's a voice inside that's seeking to break them down, so all hands on deck to destroy it. Meaning, if it's an external threat, it's not as dangerous because it's not threatening selfhood itself. It, there, there's defense, there's, there's mechanisms to deal with it. But it's not uprooting selfhood. But when a codependent dynamic experiences the the conflict, what occurs is the experience as an eternal threat as opposed to an external threat. So that being said, the reaction, the emotional reaction to such a dynamic will be one of extreme um, extreme emotion. And it will seek way more than what's justifiable in such a scenario. So it could be a hurtful comment, but then it could escalate quite quickly to to a feeling that this deserves a, a, a very strong reaction, not not equivalent to the to the to the wrong that was done. And so selfhood, and in truth, codependency or the defense of codependency is that there's a distinct line between selfhood and externality, and the people in the sex with the with the argument that we're all one will say that what is selfhood and really we're 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 all in this together and and it's quite a strong argument because in some essence it is true, but because we are seeking subjective experience and the expansiveness of subjective experience. We will not get anywhere by not defining that into certain parameters. Okay, so let's go back for a second to explain this. The ancient primordial societies, they 
they were deeply codependent, just like child and parent is codependent, an infant surely. And there's good reason for that. They need each other desperately, even in the realm of emotion, meaning I can't manifest myself unless you're there for me, and you can't either. And so we're going to give up our autonomy as subjective individuals for a more expansive, more um, progressive state. And so we could imagine ancient societies that only grew out of deeply codependent relationships. And, and so, so is the infant. Now, the infant, that, infant doesn't have a subjective ego and selfhood. And so the only way it gets their own distinct self is through the codependency of the parent where they mirror and image the parent to a point where the image is so well defined that they're able to integrate it as something of selfhood and create a barrier between them and the parents. And that's the, the pushing of uh, toddlers and, and, and later stages of, of growth as a human being. They push against the parents that, no, I, that mirror that I mirrored of you, parent, I am, is distinctly my own. And so there, there's, there's a battle because they feel inadequate as, as the parent really represents the truth and they know that they're only mirroring it. And so it's the parent is a reminder of their their failure as a distinct human being, but also they're trying to create their own space and identity. And so that conflict never ends. And and anybody in tune to their their development will will become aware of of some of these things. So so codependency is truly the only way to become progressive and become modern. So. The, uh, the modernity, the enlightenment progressiveness that we've come to love and experience only comes about through those codependencies so that there's so much mirroring going on in society that the, the communal individual, that, that bridge between everybody continuous, continuously grows through that codependency and then eventually each person gets to claim their individuality from that communal codependency space and so we are in a space in a time period where we're trying to claim our subjectivity and individuality and so we are going to be in conflict with the idea of codependency because we can't do both at once and so what becomes is that it actually the codependent relationship in the the modern mind becomes quite more destructive than a codependent relationship in in earlier times and in less modern perspectives and why is that because there is an inherent belief that there's an individual self and a and a distinct subjective experience. So when a person engages in, in codependency after that, you know, societal value that's inherently embedded in us and they engage in a codependency relationship, what happens is it creates extreme conflict because selfhood is not going away. That, that, that feeling of selfhood, because they're embedded in a society such as that, they can't uproot that. And yet they're in conflict with their, 
their codependent relationship, their dynamic, which which when there's conflict, it 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 threatens their selfhood. And so you could imagine the experience in primordial times where two distinct societies become in conflict because each society has their own codependent you know communal relationship and when they become in conflict they feel that their internal experience is being threatened so we can understand why war is much more common in such eras because what's playing out as an individual in a codependent relationship was is the same version of a communal body facing another communal body in ancient times. Okay, so back to the modern equation, the the battle, the threat is experienced in in the in the dynamic of the relationship because the selfhood is feeling threatened by itself because they integrated some of that selfhood to to somebody else within somebody else. They don't. They don't have the line yet. They still want to enjoy the 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 internal subjective experience that modern minds love. So that that conflict creates emotional confusion because the reaction is not justifiable to the to the offense since the offense is being perceived as an internal threat on selfhood as opposed to just an external annoyance or whatever okay so so let's let's take the infant okay so the the infant is codependent on the parent for all of their selfhood and as they become a toddler some of that gets mirrored onto themselves and they attempt to create lines in themselves versus their parents and versus the world or society. So um, where where's the, my curiosity is in the process of the development. So we can imagine that some children will be more codependent into later years of their life. And we can imagine others that right away begin to create strict lines between me and the world me and you and so what's what's the what's the what's the vision okay so what are we supposed to be as adults are we supposed to completely be distinct subjective people and facing the world we're going to be these like aliens into in relation to everybody else because we're so distinct and individual or we're going to be like a a bridged version of that okay so the argument to say that like no man is an island type of argument is that in truth we 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 need that co-identification and codependency continuously throughout our life so Take the the infant that becomes the toddler. So that cycle of infant to toddler continuously occurs throughout life. Somebody enters a new college, okay, a, un, a new university where 
themselves and that university are so distinct and separate. And they begin their first year in this, like, ripping apart of, of old selves in order to just become the university student. They become so identified to that space because they they need to first integrate completely into university culture before they could even create a distinct character now we would we would imagine or or love to imagine that one would be able to enter such a space and keep their distinct identity and just progress through the university the problem is that there's such an intense culture and change and shift that for them to continuously separate themselves from the university will either cause them to not integrate at all and then just why are you there and secondly there's conflict between the people because everybody is being codependent okay so the environment is and in fact it's a university it's a communal body so it there's an expectation to, to become codependent okay but then there's the infancy to the toddler stage where a person shouldn't be following university culture for four years into into college. So at some point, they're going to want to develop and create a distinct identity in that arena of codependency. Now, it's not going to be so distinct that you're not going to see remnants of that culture and, and the learning uh, that they've experienced there. But it's going to be very individualistic. And then and then and then it comes the the constant conflict between am I the university student or am I a person that's experiencing the university culture and in relation to it and so on and so forth. Okay. Now we could imagine the person who is stuck in the in the fraternity lifestyle and, and never never gets out of the infancy stage. But generally speaking, this is the prog uh, the progression of growth. And so what leaves us is that, right, so we're constantly re recycling that infancy to, to toddler um, stage. Now, let's look at the relationship. Now, let's go to a dynamic of two people, right? A couple, right? In the beginning stages of the relationship, it's, it's, it should be standard that they should be codependent and that each one should be an identification with the other. And why is that? Because it doesn't really make sense for one to just like be in some sort of relationship where they're constantly creating their distinct subjective identities and then somehow there's still like love that will manifest. It's just we could imagine the loner who's who's never never getting that right. So there has to be in the beginning for a successful relationship this codependency where yeah it is it is in a space where they're falling back into that infant stage okay now what happens in that part of the relationship so let's imagine a romantic couple in the in the first stages of the relationship and then one says somebody some a comment right to the other and it hurts them. It bothers them. Now, does it disrupt their entire being and threaten their self because they're co-identifying and then it's like an internal disease that's just threatening their entire selfhood? That doesn't occur because 
they're so willing to integrate into that that they will not allow selfhood to conflict that. Just like the one who walks into university and obviously experiences conflict between their self and the university and the culture and whatever, but they, they, they ignore their self in order to fully integrate into the university. Okay, so then there's a stage out of infancy to toddler that creates distinct identities in the relationship. Okay, so now it's not codependent it's each one in themselves okay so why can't they continuously stay in the infancy stage because they don't there's no good reason for an infant to constantly be in codependent relationship with the parent unless we understand that the progression is towards becoming a toddler there's meaning that the only justification for codependency, because we need a justification for somebody to rip apart their selfhood and, and join the communal energy and body or the or the other person, the only justification we 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 could come up with is that it will be it will bring better better progression than if there was no codependency in the first place. So the justification of codependently joining a university is that at some point they will create a distinct identity in that that will make them more progressive than if they read if they didn't do this um like a uh, stripping of selfhood okay so that being said if a, a if a, a two dynamic intimate relationship doesn't walk away from their infancy stage what occurs is that they're they they end up in the the confusion of there's no vision because what's the point of the relationship if it's not serving each one in the development of their self so naturally speaking there should be a evolution where okay we're, we were only codependent in order to become better versions of ourselves as distinct individuals. Okay, so then there's the toddler stage. Now, the strong conflict that occurs at the stage where one wants to gain their own selfhood in relationship to their dynamic is that then they become a huge threat because now they're trying to find their individuality. At the same time, they're being plagued by problems in their identifiable individuality with their partner so they they have an identity that doesn't distinctly have them in one space and their partner in the other and so their partner is a threat especially when it's in conflict to certain elements of their self that they're trying to gain and so what occurs is this irrational development of conflict because they're not reacting to an external threat. They're reacting to internal, internal, um, an internal plague. Okay, so that being said, the ultimate relationship is where they're they're constantly moving between 
quick codependency where we gain enough that we could call ourselves distinctly one, but that we're quickly walking away from that and then bringing that in relationship to ourselves as let's 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 create an example. So it's like two people in two different homes, right? And so they meet on the street at a distinct location to interact or they meet at a third home and then they walk away from that third home and they bring home their their development in that in that communal shared home. And then they constantly do this back and forth. And the codependent okay, so that's that. Now let's move to let's say codependency in the unhealthy sense, let's say addiction or whatnot. Okay, so we think of it that dynamics and people are the only relationships, but we could also be in relationship to items or or anything. We could be in relationship to anything that we perceive. And so that codependency is working very similar where, let's say the drinker, alcohol is a common one. So they, they view the alcohol as their savior, their salvation. Very similar to a, any codependent, like the infant views is, views the parent as their salvation, and their hopefully their hope is to find a distinct self within that relationship with the alcohol. Okay, and so the alcohol is the codependent relationship, and hopefully they walk away and they and they find distinct selfhood away from the alcohol. Okay, and that's in any relationship with coffee or whatever. But what occurs is that people might not want to develop further. They want to stay in infancy because it's it's quite scary and lonely to be an individual lonely adult. It's it's much more warm to be embedded in someone else's identity than than face the existential experience of life because when we create the individual as in self we 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 have to deal with everything the that the problematic aspects of life that we don't have answers to meaning the the ancient societies the their the communal bodies they dealt with this existential crisis together so they were trying to figure out why we die and then we we had these burial things to to create some sanctum to sanctify life or whatever it was it was it was communally ordained so the communal took that burden but once you get to the individual the entire experience of life is is stuck in this single body and creates a space of extreme loneliness to deal with that that entire burden Okay, so it's quite easy to just want to regress back to infancy because that's a space where at least the the crisis is shared. Or in in its extreme sense, the crisis is averted because we're so stuck in the parent figure or the alcohol that there is nothing that we're leaving over for ourselves. So we're just, we're, we're like, we're giving up ourselves for this. So we again we we can imagine that to to walk away from codependency uh 
is is quite like meeting the chaos of life without any you know s- salvation it's just going into the abyss and we can imagine this in a codependent aspect in a relationship where we we walk away from that codependency then then who am i where what's my relationship to to the world and w- what is this world and why why do we live and why do we die and why do i think and all the deep questions of life become problematic for the internal experience and and as such the the motivation to stay codependent is quite strong and the motivation to let go of that is is not as strong in the in the first impression okay so what would be the argument to create a distinct identity and the this this conversation is is very much aligned with that which is that is progression to become an adult meaning we shouldn't need to understand why becoming an adult is better than staying a child i mean we we use the language like don't be a child we understand that adulthood is that is the the the, the vision because to expand yourself to pro- progress is the best way to approach life and so that expansiveness excuse me only comes when there is a letting go of that codependency and and finding distinct identities so i think we've covered the definition of codependency we've covered um the relative um periods of life where codependency is important like infancy or a new environment such as a university or the beginning of a relationship and we also covered the destructive conflict that ensues when one starts begins to walk away from the intimate codependency and it be- becoming a, a internal threat much like we experienced with the, in the ancient societies of two communal codependent bodies um, facing each other where they feel that their entire internal experience is being threatened. Um, and so the reaction to, to hurt in selfhood in a codependent dynamic is not justifiable to the to the action and we also explain that it's understandable why one would want to stay in the codependency because becoming the individual is 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 quite difficult and they're facing all the existential crises alone and the fact that they must do it alone is is quite scary and there's not a great answer for that because there is something truly lonely about life. Yet we shouldn't use codependency to answer that loneliness because loneliness is actually also an existential question. We can imagine a, a whole communal body being lonely in the Amazon desert. You know, we, we could imagine the 
the yeah that 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 experience in the communal sense it's 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 being alone is it's troublesome so yeah so those are the those are the initial thoughts in regards to codependency and when it's appropriate and when progression is needed and important thank you thanks for listening and if you would like to see the video version of this check out my channel on youtube